Hello, and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, executive editor of the Center Square Newswire service. Joining me today is Casey Harper, the Center Square's Washington, D.C. bureau chief. We are recording this on Thursday, May 4th, a day early this week, because you are about to embark on one of your infamous month-long vacations, Casey. Are you ready? Also known as seven business days, but yes, you know, heading out of country, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you're bringing your newborn child, Enoch, with you. I am. I am. He's going to do great. As I told you earlier, I feel sorry for the fellow passengers who are immediately Mm. behind you, in front of you, and next to you. But best of luck. Hopefully Enoch makes it through it without too much crabbiness. (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll report back on that. (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, let's report on this this new housing loan rule that went into effect today. Has many Americans up in arms. Tell us what the Biden administration did this time. Yeah, I mean, so you might be tempted to have your eyes glaze over when you hear um, housing mortgage rules, fees, um, lending. It can be pretty technical, almost, you know, could come across as boring. But it's actually been one of the stories that sparked the most controversy uh, in recent weeks for the Biden administration. And I'll try to, you know, succinctly explain why. Um, Essentially, the FHFA, which oversees um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, and helps set um, interest rates for uh, borrowers who, you know, for borrowers in large part in the U.S. economy, um, they have recently in the last few months um, been changing their fee policy. And the long and the short of it is they have increased fees for borrowers with really good credit and they have decreased fees for those with um, with poor credit and who fit, so there's certain other criteria, but basically to to summarize it easily, it's uh, with poorer credit, right? And so this has. Um, I thought. <laughs> let me let, let me interrupt a second. I thought sure. banks assessed the risks of loans and assigned interest rates based on those risks. The lower the risk, those who pay their bills and have a history of paying their bills, pay a lower interest rate. Those who ha- haven't been paying their bills or uh, have have poor credit, they pay higher interest rates because the banks have to. Uh, the banks have the risk there. So what's why why why? Dan, Dan, Dan. It's so so sweet that you think all this political stuff is driven by math and common sense. You know, since what does math have to do with loans and banking? Okay. This is the new way forward. Uh, and there's one key word that was um, maybe I think the FHA FA regret saying, and it's equitable. And they, I think they really revealed their hand um, on this and maybe I, tried to back, backtrack a little bit. I can't, I can't get past you calling me sweet, Casey. I'm sorry. Sweet. <laughs> so t- tell me about how equity plays into this. Mm, yeah. So there, this is really a play to be more equitable at how housing loans are distributed, right? And more, they call it more sustainable. These are kind of buzzwords for things that we're used to talking about on this podcast and our listeners are probably used to seeing in the news. So this isn't based on uh, math or anything. It's based on equity. Now, You know, I had a lot of back and forth with one of the, I guess, bureaucrats at FHFA. And, you know, he pushes back on this. He says there's not a big connection between these two fee changes. He says it's not accurate to say that agency is charging those with good credit to subsidize those with bad credit. Of course, those critical of the policy say the exact opposite. There's a lot of, you know, Senate Republicans, even, you know, not this isn't just purely right versus left. There's some on the left who are upset about this too, um, who say this is, you know, just, you know, a Robin Hood kind of thing. And they also say it's not fair to those uh, poor people who have really good credit. There's plenty of, you know, um, lower, you know, lower class economically Americans 
or lower middle class Americans who have good credit. Um, so having bad credit and, and being poor are not synonymous, right? So those um, poor Americans with um, better credit could be penalized as well. So uh, it's a, it is a very technical thing, but it's driven by one of the words that keeps coming up no matter what we talk about, whether it's education, um, whether it's government spending, whether it's health research, um, whether now it's banking loans, um, equity seems to work its way into the story. Well, Casey, I know you're uh, still relatively a young lad. I'm a more experienced fellow here. I remember back in 2008 and 2009, the financial crisis mm, yes, of that yes. era that was ca caused in large part when the housing bubble burst, uh, more than a decade of policies um, of, uh, that started under President uh, Bill Clinton, if I remember uh, uh, correctly, that opened up uh, the mortgage uh, program to more Americans. So more Americans, uh, including lower income Americans, can, can get into housing. Um, well, that built up over time to the point where in 2008, that housing bubble burst, leading to the financial crisis. Are there concerns about this with this new rule? Right. I mean, that's exactly what you laid out is exactly the concern. You know, if it weren't for 2008, this kind of fee change um, as subtle as it as it is, may have gone uh, unnoticed or definitely without this controversy. But people, you know, people born during you know the Cle Grover Cleveland administration, like yourself, Dan, um, remember the 2008 crisis, and they. Uh, man, I'm just on you a roll today. That was, I'm funny, huh? yeah. that was good. Wow. Right. Yeah. Move on. Uh, <laughs> they. Uh, they remember the 2008 financial crisis. And it's not just, you know, a lot of people I think still don't really understand. It's pretty complicated um, how it all went down. But one thing that people do remember is that they were trying to give homes. The federal government was putting on pressure to give homes to people that could not afford it. Right. That's like one big takeaway that is a common theme that is going from then until now. You can have good motives for wanting to give people homes, but it sure sounds a lot like 2008 when we kind of tried that and uh, almost basically crashed the economy. Well, thank you, Casey. It is a complicated topic, but there there's going to be plenty to come off of this. Uh, I'm sure um, those in the financial sector, Republicans, uh, Republicans also are going to continue to push back on this, trying to get this rule changed. But you can read more about this story going forward at thecentersquare.com. That is all the time we have, though. For Casey Harper, I am Dan McCaleb. Thank you for listening.